And welcome back. Week six of Run the Draw. College football's only podcast under, we're going to say under 30-ish minutes. I'm, I'm joined by my co-host, Aaron. What's up? Aaron, what, Aaron, what are you snacking on over there, man? Sorry. Did you say something? Yeah, I was asking if you were snacking on something over there. Oh, yeah. It's these uh, Casa Sanchez chips that came in the mail. Wait, are you a Casa San- are you a Casa Sanchez guy too? I I am partaking. Wow. Are you Look are at you, this. are you going with the thin ones or you got the thick guys? Uh, I'm going thin, but man, I think I prefer the thick. I'm chomping on some thick boys right now, or as our friends at Casa Sanchez call them, gruesos. Are yours louder than mine? I think they might be. They might be. Um, Casa Sanchez, the official sponsor of Run the Draw. Head on over to your local Bevmo, Whole Foods, or uh, other fine retailer and look for Casa Sanchez chips and salsas. I'm also enjoying one of their fine, uh, medium spicy uh, uh, red salsas. Um, it's real good. So go ahead and give them a follow at Casa Sanchez SF on Twitter. We have uh, hashtag secured the bag of chips. And um, they came to our door in a big box. My dog likes them too. Watch. Let's see if we can get some high quality audio here. Molly. Yeah. I like that. And Molly likes that too. Um, Fantastic. So if you made it past the first two minutes of this podcast where two adult humans chewed chips into a microphone, um, we're going to talk a little bit about college football games this past week. Um, and uh, we're doing it via FaceTime. Well, I have a real microphone, but Aaron is being held up um, via my iPhone because of – tell the people why. Well, the reason why is my internet speed right now <laughs> on my computer is – let's just take a little test here. Is – this is it's so slow I can't even run the speed test. So my internet sucks. So we're on the phone. Welcome into run the bandwidth. Yeah, we have none. <laughs> my my bandwidth saw how good my picks have been and was just like, you don't deserve this. Um, we're not going to let you do this to yourself or other humans. I was going to ask if you were paying your internet bill with your gambling fund and if you had to shut it down because you're like fucking over twelve. <laughs> You know, it would be nice to have a dial like in your house and you'd be like, you know what? I'm not I'm not watching any Netflix right now. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna turn the speed down a little bit, save myself a little bit of money. Um but alas no. It's just it's New Orleans, so like a alligator probably tripped over on the cable. <laughs> and there's definitely just one cable. <laughs> <laughs> there's one internet cable. An, air, an airboat ran over it and kind of <laughs> nicked it, just kind of slowed it down. Oh, man. 
Uh, well, we had some college football games this week. Uh, our beloved Gamecocks, of course, did not play, so we'll we'll uh, we'll put that in the win column, as far as I'm concerned. Take it, <laughs> count it. Uh, the only like actual football thing I have listed is that Florida beat Auburn. Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, that was unexpected. Auburn was favored by three touchdowns. No, two touchdowns. Yeah, they were favored. They were favored by ten points. Okay. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, Florida looked good-ish, uh, and Auburn looked bad. Um, I had a really niche uh, wine joke on my Twitter account. Did you see that? No. <laughs> so Florida's uh, helmets were like this throwback. They were in their throwback jerseys. Yeah. And it was like um, the letter F, like basically like a Times New Roman F in a circle that was like th- that was the decal on their helmet uh and so i said that they looked like uh energy drink version of dave finney's locations i i barely got that and i have i have drinking that wine with you so it I, felt it, it feels like a real shame i missed it live I tweeted it and then uh, yelled at my wife to come into the living room so that she could see the helmets first to have context on my joke. And she was like, I don't, why do I have to come in there? And I told her it's because there's three people on planet earth that will understand the joke. And she's, <laughs> she's one of them. That's good work. Um, should I explain the joke or should we just move on? <laughs> Yes, explain it, and then I'll get a locations bottle to be the album or um, podcast artwork, so then people can see it um, on their. They can look at their phone right now, and you can see the logo, and you'll get it. So Dave Finney is a winemaker um, in California. He's probably most known for making wine for the Prisoner Wine Company. Um, hey, who made Prisoner before they sold it to Constellation? I'm asking my wife. Orrin Swift. Thank you. Orrin Swift. Uh, so making wine for Orrin Swift, um, which um, are not good if you are asking me. Uh, but then uh, he went off on his own and made uh, blends that are supposed to be representative of different countries. And the label of the wine is literally just like one of those circular stickers you put on your car if you like ran a marathon or if you like I don't know, went to France. You just, it just says like F, just an F in the circle. Um, and so that's what Florida's helmet looked like. They looked like a, an F. And uh, I said energy drink because it's Gainesville. So that makes, that checks out. That part actually, you don't need to know much to think that's funny. <laughs> uh, let's move on to our stuff section. What do you say? Let's do it. What happened first in our stuff section? Is your internet fast enough for you to view our show notes? <laughs> uh, no, I've got last week's. No, um, <laughs> UCF lost to Cincinnati uh, by three in football and by 100 on Twitter. Uh, that's a lot. So I saw the score of the I saw the score of the game. What happened on Twitter? Uh, so UCF lost to Cincinnati, and they tweeted this. Um, uh, how would I describe it? Computer-generated animation 
that resembled the opening sequence to Disney films in yeah. that it was a long form zoom out of a landscape, which then zooms back over Cinderella's castle. And then you get the shooting star over the top of the castle. And rather than saying something like uh, Walt Disney World or whatever, in the Disney font cursive, Tinkerbell writes out, you hate to see it. (laughs) (laughs) So my favorite part of this um, was that UCF has gotten so... So I think UCF is legitimately a national college football brand based on the pettiness of their, their Twitter base. So what they did is they started reporting it as a copyright violation to the Walt Disney company. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is some real Bama shit. Um, so uh, UCF, welcome to the echelons of uh, college football. Yeah. The- Sorry. Sorry about you, but welcome. The, the other thing that's probably worth noting is that, um, this uh, upcoming week, uh, we didn't put this in the notes, but we're gonna we're gonna go with it. Uh, this upcoming week, Purdue is uh, wearing their like um, fucking um, what's the moon guy? Thank you, Neil Armstrong. You know the fucking moon guy. <laughs> uh, Neil Armstrong inspired uniforms, which has like this weird like moon footprint on the helmet. But then the logo on the side is the Purdue P, but the background is filled in with like moon texture, like craters and stuff. Um, and uh, they they did that because Neil Armstrong went to Purdue along with like twenty two other astronauts. Apparently, um, I only know that because if you've ever spoken to anyone that's fucking taken one class at Purdue, it's like the first thing they tell you. Did you know more astronauts went to Purdue than any other college in America? Uh, but uh, UCF also did like a moon uh, moon jersey because um, of the – I guess UCF started as like a s- support college for uh, the NASA missions and out of Cape Canaveral. So anyways, the UCF fans are now really salty about the Purdue moon, moon jerseys. See? Tell me, tell me that's not the same as like Alabama – saying they won a national title that year even though they lost two games it rained in one of them so they deserve they deserve the title it's same 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 energy right it's totally the same because also it's the moon you didn't make it (laughs) it's true um hey real quick hot take uh did we did we go to the moon (sighs) man I watched this really depressing New York Times show like 20 minutes ago, and I'm going to say we didn't go to the moon. It was not about the moon, what? but it made me so it made me so sad about the government that I don't think we went to the moon, and I don't think we should. I don't think we deserve to go to the moon. It's <laughs> my hot take. Well, Ellen DeGeneres disagrees with you. <laughs> we do deserve to go to the moon. That's true. Uh, I'm I'm going to say we went to the moon. And most of the footage is fake. Oh, you know what? I like that. Actually, that's the that's sort of the Occam's razor here. Um, like, like we definitely had the technology to. Pro- well, we probably have the technology to get there, but 
getting the whole thing on film uh, seems, I don't know, just a little bit unlikely. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, do you want to move on to the uh, next topic? It just says 9-11. Do you want to, uh, do you want to, do you want to handle that one? <laughs> yeah, I think. So, uh, I'm sorry. It says 9 Sorry, my internet's low. It says 9-11 question mark. Yeah, so uh, our next guest is going to be Pete Carroll. Um, he wanted to talk about jet fuel and steel beams, so I guess we'll just kick it over to Pete. Um, Welcome to the Bo Rogan podcast. Um, <laughs> hosted by Auburn quarterback Bo Nix. Uh, so the Pac-12, uh, the Pac-12 keeps beating each other. <laughs> Uh, Stanford beats Washington. They shouldn't have. Uh, there are still three ranked Pac-12 teams, but no one's undefeated anymore. So it's like week five, and they basically have ruled themselves out of the playoff picture. I love to see it. You love to see that's it. A good, that's a good conference, man. That's what the SEC is supposed to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, you, you're in New Orleans. Tell us what's going down with Tulane. Fucking roll wave. Um, roll wave. Yeah. Tulane is rolling and they have the best jerseys in college football. I like that. Right? I like it. Yeah, you can't hear so. this because you're not on the internet, but I I, uh, I used that opportunity to drop a little Garth in there. Oh. Um, like that. Yeah. Uh, their, their powder blues, probably the best, best jerseys are we going jerseys or uniforms we'll go we'll go unis uh so tulane played the u.s military army division on um saturday the whole Uh, army i was actually i made a joke that i was worried president trump would like bomb new orleans for defeating the army um (laughs) which is like it's kind of funny but like it's like oh i don't know he might do it um, but Tulane outrushed Army. Wow! Which that's all that's all they do. All that said, Army actually passed for 170 yards and threw the ball 24 times, which is more than Tulane passed it. So I don't really know what happened there or how to explain that. But yeah, great win by Tulane. And uh, in case you're wondering, this week that's why all the flags are at half mast. Um. So someone stormed the field in the Oregon football game. And rather than like everyone standing around and like watching him like run in circles and then get tackled by some like rent-a-cop, one of the Oregon football players just laid him out himself. Did you see that? Yeah. Um, I'm all for this, right? Is he going to get like fined or suspended or something? I don't know. He's just getting in some reps, man. He's just a gamer, right? <laughs> Did he wrap up? I didn't see video. I just saw I just saw aftermath. So did he was this like a high body block situation or just like a good solid, you know, helmet in the chest, wrap him up kind of thing? So he hit him from behind and he did not wrap up and it was I think intentional. He kind of held back a little bit. Oh, okay. Um so we've got a section on the show we added a couple weeks ago called Cool Stadium Lights Update. But before we get to that, um we have a, a new new section called Not Cool Stadium Lights Update. Uh, East Carolina does not have cool stadium lights. Uh, in fact, the Pirates had no lights 
on in their game last week on Thursday, the lights literally went out in the middle of a game at night. Wait, do you know? Do you know what I, is ironic about this? Um, the coach's name nope. is Edison. It was a blackout. Yeah. Was it? It was. Were there people in the stands? Some. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so cool stadium lights update. Uh, we can now add Ohio State to the to the list of stadiums that have shown off their cool stadium lights. Um, the theme here seems to be red, so I'm waiting for a team to do it that doesn't have red in their color scheme. That's what I'm waiting for also. And I'd also like to know where I can buy stock in whatever company is selling these fucking things. Um, like, oh, another an aside, does South Carolina have them installed by the end of the season? Probably. Feels like, feels like it's going to happen, right? Feels like it should happen. Hmm. What if we put in black lights, garnet and black? That's a great idea. And turn on Sandstorm. It all makes sense, actually. I'm just waiting for Clemson to do it with purple lights and then for all their fans to tweet about how they invented lights. <laughs> we were the first school to have lights. Uh, all right, let's move on to sad football. Um, somehow, in a matchup of two top 25 teams, um, Michigan defeats Iowa with a final score of 10-3. to 3. Um, you'd think that's sad just in general. It, it is pretty sad. But uh, I'm, we're going to take it a little further. How many punts do you think there were in this game? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to say I don't know a lot about this game, but I do know all of that scoring happened in the first half. So the second <laughs> half, entirely punts. So I'm going to say 13 punts. There were 15 punts in this game. Fuck! Man, I thought I, would, I thought I was blowing the price the prices right rules there. Uh, that's a lot of punts, huh? It's too many punts. Too many punts. Um, do we want to get the picks? Yeah. All right. How are we doing on the season? I'm going to eat some chips while you do this. So is yeah, my so, so I, is my dog. I, I I went one and two last week to bring me to a two and 13 for the season, <laughs> which is which is just mathematically confounding at this point. Um, you went two and one, so you are now seven and eight for the season. A very respectable number. Um, so first up, we have our beloved Gamecocks at number three, Georgia, um, and their red lights. George is favored by 24 and a half points, which is a real fuck you spread. <laughs> that's just, that's an absolute demoralizing spread there. Um, who do you have chase? I'm taking the Gamecocks. I like us against the spread. Um, yeah, we'd, we'd a hundred percent lose this game, but. I'm going to agree. I think the spread actually feels pretty right. But? 
But no, I, no, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna take South Carolina. I, I I feel like the spread is is even though it's a fuck you spread, like I said, it's 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 placed pretty well. So, um, next up we have number six Oklahoma at number. Don't look, but number eleven Texas. I like that. They're back. Texas is back. They're they're fucking back. Um, Oklahoma is favored by ten and a half points. Um, I'm going to take Oklahoma because Texas is not actually back. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy. This feels like free money. Ten yeah. and a half. Ten and a half. So you're telling me that Texas is going to score forty-seven points? Uh, <laughs> so I mean, no, not necessarily. I'm taking Oklahoma. All right, last up is uh, your number one, Alabama Crimson Tide, uh, traveling to um, who fucking cares, a, a, a field named after a guy named Kyle, uh, to play the Texas A&M Aggies, um, mm-hmm. who are still ranked and whom I still hate. Um, Alabama's favored by 13. Somehow Alabama is favored by less than... Georgia is. Why did you just put a Jesus cross next to my picks for the season? <laughs> and how did you do that? Uh, great question. I just tried to click out of. <laughs> yep. Sorry. I was writing down my pick because it's decided um, roll tide. Um, yeah, this is crazy. You know what's more disrespectful to South Carolina than the line in its game with Georgia is Alabama's line in its game with Texas A&M. Yeah. So I'm going to take Alabama, uh, and then I'm going to uh, parlay Alabama and Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah. Lock of the week. So if, if, if my pick trajectory continues, we die together. Um, this week so we totally agreed and if my parlays hit I'll pay your internet bill and then we can do this correctly next week thank thank god I miss hearing Garth's voice Um, so just something I want to point out the coaches in this matchup make 14 and a half million dollars a year combined before bonuses so and let's just check in really quick do both of them know what asparagus is I believe so. Okay. That's a Tennessee problem. Um, like many problems, uniquely Tennessee. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. All right. We got some listener questions. Um, you want to jump right in? Let's do it. Uh, so at the Scott Armand on Twitter tweets at us, what schools should be invited to the big 12 and why are they Memphis and Tulane? <laughs> So uh, a little about Scott. Scott is a uh, Tulane alum, also a Texas alum, uh, but also a former uh, employee of many newspapers. So that's how you that's how you get the answer you want there. Um, actually, I think this would be awesome. Um, I think yeah, I think Memphis and Tulane would be good additions, and it would just make the Big Twelve make. Actually, would that get them to twelve? So that would make them make more sense, right? Yeah, they're, or they they're at twelve. No, they're at ten. Okay, that's right. 
<laughs> yeah, so it makes the math even again, which makes the Big Ten look absurd again. So uh, I'm for this. What do you think? I'm for it too. I think there are good choices geographically. I want to see ECU into one of these conferences because I think that's a cool program and they're you know they have a good fan base and stuff. But I don't know. That's pretty far east for a Big Twelve team, huh? Yeah. Although, what what about fucking Maryland? Aren't they in the Big Ten? Yeah. The Big Twelve. No, they're in the print, Big Twelve. But yeah. I meant like the Big Twelve Ten. Well, fucking Rutgers. I mean. Oh yeah, they're in the Big Twelve Ten too, aren't they? Yeah. So. Okay. Well, then yeah. I'm going to disagree with Memphis and say it should be ECU and Tulane. I like that. Um, Mason Seymour asks, is there anything worse than a bye week after an absolute murderous loss? Mm. Yeah, that is pretty bad. I think, I think there's one thing that's worse. What's that? That is, um, a, a indescribable upset after, um, the week before being, the upsetter. So the thing is coming to mind. That was great use of the English language by me. I'm sure. Um, I just remember the uh, Gamecocks beating Alabama and subsequently losing to Kentucky the very next week. Um, I think that's actually slightly worse. The bye week, you just get to like, you like, I don't have to watch this sport anymore. You know, you can just take a break. That's, that's true. It does kind of give you a nice like respite from. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that could be worse is losing to the Citadel and then your coach quitting. <laughs> well, wait, no, our, uh, our coach quit after and, losing to LSU. And then, and then we lost to the Citadel. Then we lost to the Citadel. I mean, yeah. is that better? <laughs> no. Um, okay. Our last listener question is one that I know is near and dear to your heart and I'm really excited to talk about it. Uh, so, uh, friend of the pod and a new Twitter user, everybody welcome him to, uh, the internet's best free website, uh, at C Brookmeyer. This is Chris Brookmeyer. Uh, Chris tweets at us. What are your thoughts on Kirkland chicken pot pie? So my answer is going to surprise you. Actually, the first part is not going to, it will surprise you. The second part will not. The first part is, I don't know. I've never had the Kirkland chicken pot pie. Okay. So I, I have also not, but go ahead. The second, my second statement is probably better than it has to be. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you have a, uh, you have a a supper club where a group Mm -hmm. of your friends go out and, and enjoy a meal together. Is this a monthly affair? Yes. Very okay. strict, strictly month after month. Yes. Okay. And you rotate who picks a restaurant. Is that right? That's correct. And a uh, person who picks a restaurant uh, wears a captain's hat. Is that right? Also correct. Cool. And your group is called the Taste Buds. Correct. Love it. So that's a great idea. And I liked it so much that I copied it. Um, and so we have one now too. And we uh, rotate choosers uh and we rotate restaurants and the chooser wears a captain's hat 
and uh, our group is called Boys to Menu because it's so it's an all male group. Thanks. Uh, and so at our most recent uh, Boys to Menu dinner, uh, the the table of boys uh, got excited because it's uh, apparently about to be chicken pot pie season at Costco. Apparently, okay. it's a seasonal item. Okay. <clears throat> and the whole table was like stoked out of their mind and apparently it was like a big like thing that they ate in college because i guess they're surprised not very expensive and also not surprised pretty filling mm-hmm. i mean they're large obviously they're filling it's fucking chicken pot pie um but i was like uh, the only guy at the table that hadn't had one before so you are in that group also it sounds yeah um so i'm looking forward to trying one now very much I always thought it was like a little too large to just like, just like bust out on a Thursday. <laughs> um, but I will say, have you had the um, chicken pot pie from KFC? Yes. It's so fucking it's good. so fucking it is, good. It is, makes no fucking sense. <laughs> like I would pay 25, if you, if you gave me like a knife and fork <laughs> and a waiter, I will pay $35 for that thing. And like, like fucking, I don't know, sprinkle a mushroom on it. Like I'm done, man. Like, yeah. And I told the table the same thing. It's real fucking good. God, it's good. Yeah. It's kind of like the, I I've said this before. Like, uh, I've eaten at, uh, several three Michelin star restaurants. I've eaten at three Michelin star restaurants with you. Uh, and I don't care what you say. The fucking hash Brown from McDonald's breakfast is a Michelin star piece of food. <laughs> like, yeah, no, totally. So, uh, I'm Fun very great. excited to, to try this pot pie. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll check it out. We'll try it out and, uh, report back, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of food, uh, what have you had to eat or drink in the last week? That was delicious. <laughs> Other than your Casa Sanchez tortilla <laughs> chips. Um, hmm. Oh, actually, so we had a taste buds meal and we went to an Ethiopian, Ethiopian restaurant. Ooh. Um, and we had two things that really stood out. One was just a whole fried tilapia. It was just like, just like six adults, just like pawing at the, like just scraping all the meat out of the bones. Um, but we also, I can't, and I, I wish I could remember the name, but it's a famous Ethiopian dish that's basically beef tartare. And it has like little bits of this Ethiopian cheese and this herbed butter, and like some tomatoes in it. It's really good. And you use like this bread as like your, you know, your tinsel instead of like a pork spoon. Um, but it was so much fucking raw meat. It was terrifying. It was like, dude, it was like two pounds of raw meat for like 15 bucks and like six adults who were trying our best to finish it because you can't, it's not really a thing you want to take home and like, you know, have for lunch the next day. Um, could not even get close to finishing this. Um, but it was delicious. So, uh, what about you? That's awesome. Well, hot take on your food experience. At least if you took it home and ate it the next day, you'd have some fucking utensils to eat it with. (laughs) Fair enough. That's my, um, that's my hot take on Ethiopian food. My wife just looked at me like I said something really racist, too. Casa Sanchez is going to ask for the chips back. 
Um, my dead body. <laughs> you can get these chips from my cold, dead hands that are covered in your delicious avocado-based salsa that I'm enjoying. <clears throat> so we went to dinner at a local Black Sheep Brasserie, a frequent haunt of our family. And um, I had a um, half-roasted chicken, which um, I feel like once you start getting into food, you understand that a roast chicken on a menu is like quite possibly the best thing on the menu. Yeah. Especially when it's done well. Um, so it was half-roasted chicken, and it came with foraged mushrooms, and they were porcinis that were like, the size of small pork chops, I mean, <laughs> ridiculously sized porcinis. Uh, and they were like basted and butter. Uh, and then chef, uh, when chef dropped the plate, he decided to just obnoxiously, um, great, uh, black truffle all over the plate, which was incredible. So sweet. Yeah. He came down to the table, he came to the table and he put the plate down, but he didn't put it down in front of me. And I was like, I mean, you know, I ordered that. What are you doing? And then he just looked at me and held out the truffle. And I was like, oh, yeah, obviously. And he goes, right. And then it was just like, all over it. It's pretty awesome. So he was like, what? Bleh. He was like, uh oh. Um, I just want to mention why you were telling your food story. Um, and this is legitimate. I actually muted myself so I can continue eating chips and not be like doing the eating chips bit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's like myself out there. Yeah. If a chip, if a chip is eaten on mute, did was, and there was no one there to hear it. Did it really happen? (laughs) Well, we made one listener laugh. Um, my wife's sitting nine feet away. Uh, my wife. That's good. <laughs> I'm, so glad, I'm so glad you did that because I was maybe I was like maybe I should try do the Borat voice. I don't know. I was like trying to say, I was like trying to psych myself up for it in my head. Um, so thank yeah. you for. <laughs> Thank you for taking that off my plate. <laughs> the Borat voice is like the 2019. <laughs> it's like come back around to being funny again. It's so good. All right. I mean, you can't, I can't, yeah, like it's not a thing. You, like if you say those two words, which people say often, like you almost have to do it at this point, I feel like. Yeah, you do. It's a rule. Yeah. Um, will you tell the fine, uh, fine listeners what, uh, what to do next? Yes. Um, follow us on Twitter. Tweet at us and about us. Yep. Tell your friends. Tweet at Casa Sanchez. Um, we do joke around a lot, but they they did send us these delicious chips, um, and they've been a great sport about you know our silly podcast. So um, shout out to them. It really is cool that they did that. Yeah, and they sent us a lot of chips. <laughs> <laughs> they sent us. I gave away so many chips and I still have so many chips. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah. 
Uh, cool. Well, my hand is numb from holding my phone up to a microphone, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go jerk off. I think that's called the stranger. Weird how my wife didn't laugh at that one. Wow, that was that was great. Thanks. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't expect you to take it there. After all these years, still surprises. You know, I love it. Oh, hi, thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast. We will catch you next week for more chips. <laughs>